Well, hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. And if you guys are watching today, you see we're bringing you the video version of the Ted and Austin Brower Show. You asked for it, we're bringing it to you. Hope you guys are going to enjoy it. We've been putting a lot of effort and time into this, and it's going to be a pretty uh, pretty cool show today. What do you think? <laughs> I I think this is our first broadcast. I think it looks pretty good for the first broadcast also. I want to thank you guys for your support because I know a lot of you guys have asked, can you help us as far as getting the set set up and all that? And I, We appreciate the support on that, and, and we're gonna be, it's going to be a three-camera shoot, so it's going to be a lot of fun, so you guys are going to love it. So if you're watching it live right now, it'll be, fit, it'll be on a bunch of different feeds coming up too. Now, what's interesting to me is I, I read an article about the destruction of the church in the United States and what's happened to us as far as from a cultural Marxism standpoint. And one of the articles had a great you know, comment on it. And it said, I believe the American people and others have been subject to mass psychosis formation and all the TV shows and commercials are protecting the family in, in these ways. Or actually promoting this. <laughs> it's promoting the family in these ways. Gays, parents ex-families, single parents, kids transitioning, et cetera. It's on every commercial and show. The thought, if you see it enough, it will become normal to you. Same with pharmaceuticals. Every commercial is a drug promotion. People who watch TV constantly are being lulled to sleep with it. I woke up with what the agenda finally was after COVID lies and began questioning all of it. So it's obvious to me now. Stay focused on the truth of the Bible. Read everything and think for yourself. If something doesn't make sense, it's probably bad or wrong. It's hard to distrust so much, but if you aren't thinking through these things, then you're one of the ones who are asleep. You know, we're in a fight for our minds and our very souls. I had to add a few things to that because some of the grammar wasn't quite right. But, you know, Cheryl wrote this, and she's absolutely right. What we have in the United States right now is, just, is, is a mass, you know, psychosis is what it is. From all of the theta brainwave stuff that we've had and the beta brainwave stuff we've had, you know, as children and as adults. And they're continuing to program us to believe the lies. And sadly, if we continue to believe the lies, it's going to just get worse and worse and worse. Now, the, the American Association of Retired People have just told us 38 million members that they need an eighth COVID shot. Yes, an eighth COVID shot of the mRNA. You can't make this stuff up. The lobby group for older Americans just told us nearly 38 million members to hustle for another COVID job, jab, even if they've already had five boosters. <laughs> you, know, hey, you, you know what's funny to me, Austin, is this. You know, we've got a situation here in which, no, this, this is just crazy. We've got a situation here in which one jab didn't do it, two jabs didn't do it, three, three would jabs, certainly do it, then four didn't do it, five didn't do it, six didn't do it, seven didn't do it. I guess not enough people have died of blood clots or pericarditis yet. I guess they're not enough people dropping dead in their tracks. So they've decided to go ahead and just really just make sure we get number eight to make sure everybody's okay. What do you, what do well, you this, think? This is what you do. <laughs> This is what you do when you double down with propaganda. Whenever yeah. you've been busted, whenever people know the truth is starting to come to light, whenever they know that everything they've said is a complete lie, you've got to double down. They cannot admit it. They have to admit nothing, <laughs> deny everything, and make counter accusations at all times. And that's what we're watching right now with the mainstream media, with the commercials, with the, the pharmaceutical commercials that you see now. That's why I don't even have TV anymore. I haven't watched TV in years. I know you dumped yours a yeah, long time no, ago. Dangerous. It is exactly what your friend wrote on there as far as the articles – when you start having a generation that has to be changed rapidly and has to be altered due to the you know, communist agenda, you have to continually push the lie and you can never let up from it. Essentially, you can never come out of the throttle. That's why you're seeing now so many of these you know, reporters, so many of these individuals that have pushed the agenda, they won't even come back and rebuttal what they said and all the lies that they've said. 
And now we're seeing more and more and more individuals that are getting sicker and sicker. Here's an article that came out now that was actually quite disturbing. It's talking about essentially issues that's going on with children in France. It said France is raising the alarm over a very disturbing spike in sudden deaths of babies. This independent research has discovered an alarming and abnormal spike in newborn deaths in France, coinciding with the rollout of vaccines for infants. French researchers identified possible safety signals in babies coinciding with the rollout of the new RSV injection in newborns. The discovery comes as public health authorities ramp up warnings about the spread of RSV and the need for newborns to get this shot immediately. They want to say here in part of the article, they said among the 22.4 million children under the age of five, the annual risk of RSV hospitalization is well under 1%. However, they said the excess deaths for the months of September and October are alarming to say the least, and it's happened in two consecutive months at the exact same time this Bayfortis injection, B-E-Y-F-O-R-T-U-E-S, is when they rolled out September 15th. You're seeing the same thing. I talked to an individual that basically works with pediatricians the other day that's in the medical field, and they talked about how you're starting to see children that are coming in over and over and over again almost every single month with issues with inflammation of the adenoids, with the tonsils, with ears, as far as having to put tubes in. I talked to a friend of mine the other day, and they said one of their good friends they had, their daughter was like 18, 17, 18 months old, and constant ear infections already, and they said basically they need to start taking adenoids out now. He's taking tonsils out. And I continue to encourage people. I tell them, I said, listen, there's a reason why this is happening. You know why. We all know why. We're bringing the truth of Matt to, to light, and yet the only way we can make change is to continue to talk about this stuff but on a regular basis and really encourage other people to do the same. And on top of that, making sure children and adults alike are getting proper nutrients. I mean, D3 is crucial for the immune system. There's another article here that I talked about last year. It said the effects of vitamin D on immune system and inflammatory diseases. In the conclusion of the article, it said vitamin D acts directly on immune cells, which play a key role in autoimmune diseases. Clinical studies have demonstrated that vitamin D deficiency is related to morbidity, infectious diseases, and the onset or progression of autoimmune diseases. Vitamin C supplementation has been utilized to protect against and treat inflammatory diseases. I mean, we bring these articles up almost every single year, every single month, these things to keep coming to light about what's actually happening and why vitamin D is so important. And that's why we encourage you guys to stay stocked up, keep your immune system strong, keep your body strong. And if you need anything, you know where to get a hold of us at healthmasters.com because this company is sponsoring the show. And we're rolling all this stuff out for you guys on a regular basis, Dad. What do you think? Well, you know, and I've, and I've talked to you guys about this before. I'm going to mention it to you again. You have a specialized white blood cell called, called a macrophage. And that macrophage is like a little submarine that goes inside of the body and basically finds bad things to kill. And what it does is it has, it has two sugar molecules on the bottom of the macrophage. And that macrophage, the only way you can activate it is vitamin D3. And if you don't have D3, that macrophage will not turn on. It will not kill anything. It will not kill a virus. It will not kill a cancer. So it cannot do so. And it goes into a full-blown panic mode, and it starts issuing little flare guns that shoot up into the air. They're called cytokines. And so all these macrophages come together. They don't have D3. They all issue a macrophage warning alert with these cytokines, like flare guns, causing a massive inflammation response and also causing the lungs to fill with fluid eventually. It's a major problem. D3 is critical this time of the year, along with vitamin C. You know, our, our, we have a, a great vitamin C product. It's basically vitamin C with antioxidants. And I use 10 of those a day. I use five in the morning and five at night. It's around 6,000 milligrams of vitamin C. And people are always asking me, how in the world do you stay so healthy? You, you, you're always healthy. I'm saying I take 6,000 milligrams of C a day. Plus, I take the D3 on a regular basis. You know, and by, remember, too, vitamin C 
is the binding agent in collagen, which is the cellular glue that holds you, your, basically your skin together. It keeps from getting wrinkles. It keeps from aging really, really fast. And if you really want to slow down the aging process, it's vitamin C and staying out of the sun, by the way, and, and making sure that you take care of your skin and making sure that you take your supplements. But that's why we use, I use the multiple all of the time. I use the cod liver oil all of the time. I take the B-complex every single morning. That helps prevent the hair from turning gray along with the zinc. All of these things are important to slow down the aging process. And the aging process by itself is not necessarily bad. It's part of what we all do. It's the sickness and disease that comes along so many times with people as they age. They're in a situation in which their body starts to fall apart because of a lack of nutrient density in the food they eat. You know, they, they, they live on sodas. They live on high fructose corn syrup. They live on takeout food. They live on just junk. And pretty soon they start having health problems. They start having skin problems. They start having skin eruptions. They start looking awful. And so now, all of a sudden now they're on high blood pressure medicine. Now they're on diabetes medicine. Now they're on all these different kinds of drugs. And suddenly they say, well, my life's a wreck. What happened to me? It's because of the choices that they've made on a consistent long-term basis. It's caused all of these people in so many cases just to have a, a major problem with their health. If you feed your body the right foods, if you give your body the right nutrients, it'll go for a really, really long time. Now, some of that is developed through epigenetics, and a lot of it is dealing with DNA and what you had from your parents. I and mean, if your parents both lived to be 30 years old and they both died, I highly suggest that you really take a clean look at your life and make sure you eat really, really clean from a genetic standpoint. But epigenetic expression doesn't have to have to happen if you take care of yourself. Always remember that. You've got a choice. You've got a choice to either feel good or be sick, but you've got to make that choice, and you've got to decide on what you want to do every single day of your life. Really important to understand that. And that's why when Austin's talking about these young kids with all these health problems, yeah. these, kid, yeah, these kids basically, they can't help what's going on in their lives. You know, a two-year-old, three-year-old, four-year-old, they don't jump in the car and go buy junk food. We bring it home and we give it to them. And then we have all these kids with cancer. I mean, the leading cause of cancer in children age 14 and under, other than the leading cause, of, leading cause of death in children age 14 and under, other than accidents is cancer. And the leading type of cancer is leukemia. And many experts now believe there's a direct correlation between leukemia and vitamin C deficiency, Austin. So, you know, how important is it to feed these kids? How important is it to make these choices for yourself? We bring it up on the show all the time. You know, right. me and my wife, Lana, have discussed in general, in detail, on how we feed the kids. And one of the biggest things you can do is, you know, you don't give them insane amount of options to continue to make their choices on what direction they want to eat. They're waiting on you to give them direction and guidance. You know, if you send a five-year-old in the grocery store and let them pick what they want to eat, they're probably going to pick, you know, you know, Cheerios and fruit roll-ups and all kinds of other junk food. And the truth about it is you're the one who's paying for it. You're the one that's feeding them. You're the one that's giving them this stuff. And it's your responsibility to decide what you're going to allow them to put into their body. You can't sit there and say, well, it's my kid's fault that they're having all these health problems because, you know, they want to drink soda all day and they want to eat fruit roll-ups all day and they want to eat Twinkies and Ding Dongs all day. Because quite frankly, you're the one who's paying the bill. Food's not free. We all know that. We've seen in the last couple of years how expensive food has gotten. And so on top of that, then you have to deal with the health bills and the pediatrician bills and all the other things that come along the aspects of it. And that's why, you know, the children's back to school kit that I put together years ago is just the children's chewable along with the children's DHA cod liver oil. Those two products right there in and of themselves have a considerably effective uh, impact on children's health and their focus and their mental capacity. Because when you're giving them the omega-3s and you're giving them the multiple, it does a great job at keeping them focused and alert and healthy. And on top of that, making sure you're keep cutting out the high fructose corn syrup, especially the food coloring. The food coloring is crucial. That's one of the biggest things I've noticed when I've had customers and clients come in and ask me about 
what to do with their kids that are super hyperactive, won't focus, won't sit down, won't listen. And then you ask them what they're eating. And majority of the time, it's some processed cereal in the morning with cereal, with high fructose corn syrup and food coloring. And it's the same thing throughout the day. And the truth of the matter is right now, what we're seeing is a directed war at these children. What they're doing with these kids now with this RNA gene therapy shot as an experimental emergency use for six-month-olds and older at the pediatrician's office that nobody's still wanting to talk about. I'm one of the only people, Dad and I, that are bringing this up on these shows every single day. Even other alt-media wants to ignore it. They don't want to talk about it. Don't know why I'm not going to you know, make any assumptions on people's ability to put this truth out there. But this is a serious problem that we're watching right now. And another issue is, is giving these children, I bring it up all the time, is electronic items and iPads and phones so early. There's an article that just came out here that I read earlier. It was talking about a University of North Carolina study published January 3rd, 2023. It was last year, and it's coming back to light again. It says, the social disaster. Children who frequently check social media face significant brain changes. The findings suggest that children who grow up checking social media more often are becoming hypersensitive to feedback from everything, including their peers. It goes on to say here, social media platforms provide adolescents with unprecedented opportunities for social interactions during a critical developmental period when the brain is especially sensitive to social feedback. The longitudinal cohort study suggests that social media behaviors in early adolescence is associated with changes in adolescence neural development, specifically neural sensitivity to social feedback. For the paper's published study, students who look at social media at least 15 times a day were more sensitive to social feedback, and previous research shows that 78% of 13 to 17-year-olds check their devices at least hourly, and 35% look at the top five networks almost constantly throughout the day. And then we're wondering, wondering why we're seeing all these issues now and this push for transgender ideology to be normalized and all these other aspects. Remember, the social media platforms were built and designed off the same concepts that they put in the casinos with the slot machines. You can look back at all the basis of how Facebook was designed and how the CIA worked with Mark Zuckerberg and how they designed these things to be incredibly addictive with the hearts, with the likes, with the comments, with the responses, with the constant push and recognition to push and grow these platforms. And granted, social media can be extremely beneficial for business, for expanding stuff out there, Dad, and getting people more aware of what's going on. I mean, that's why we resurrected the Instagram platform Lana's been working on with team underscore health masters. I encourage you guys to follow that for updated news and health research and stuff like that. There's a lot of good things social media can be used for. But one thing it should not be used for is for young children to have unfettered access to the Internet and social platforms on a daily basis without any type of restrictions on it. There's no benefit from it whatsoever. Dan. Uh, there's not. In fact, what we're going to be doing also, too, we're going to be going out with a bunch of different uh, video feeds including on twitter and a lot of other things and so we'll be paying it but we'll be actually broadcasting the show entirely on twitter every single day you know we saw tucker carlson doing that with tremendous tremendous results so we're going to start doing that too so we get a maximum input you know globally on the show now so you know stay tuned you know where this is our first show that we've done as far as video and it's going to get bigger and bigger and bigger we're going to grow the show you know because we're giving you guys good content you guys are going to be sharing the show with everybody you know an interesting article came out from wnd and it says it's by uh, Craig McMillan that says, our bad leaders really are children of the devil. Now, Austin and I have talked about this before, and I thought he had a pretty good twist on this. He goes, ye are of your father the devil, and the lust of your father you will do. He was a murderer from the beginning, and abode not in the truth, because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh a lie, he speaketh of his own, for he is a liar and the father of it. John 8, 4, 4. You know, Jesus really managed to say a lot without saying, you know, using a lot of words. Perhaps his, his, uh, his opinion today would be, a, would be of the political class, the people who think that they have 
possess, possession of a seat power somewhere obtained somehow. The power hungry today imagine themselves statesmen and women, not dark, shadowy backroom dealmakers as they are. It goes on to saying that Jesus' quote leaves no doubt that these evil people you know, didn't get where they are and behave as they do and speak as they have done without help. Successful people understand that and that other people contribute to other people's behavioral patterns. But in the opening quote, Jesus wasn't speaking to children. He was speaking to adults. We need to understand that. If we move forward from the Bible times to our present time, we see clearly the depth and breadth of those in our culture who are certainly the spiritual product of their father, the devil. And I really like articles like this because he's coming in, he's telling the truth of who we are and what we are and why in the world we're in this situation and why the church has been compromised because they don't want to talk about the truth concerning any of these items any longer. And, it, and it's, it's sad to me. It really, really is that we've gotten to this point. By the way, a disabled vet now is saying, this is from the Children's Health Defense, it says a disabled vet, by this is by Mike Capazio, a disabled vet has combed obituaries for the word suddenly and unexpectedly, and here's what he found. Steve Connolly, this disabled Iraqi war veteran, recovering alcoholic in Massachusetts, was horrified by the number of deaths among his friends at Alcoholics Anonymous meeting starting in 2120 after the COVID vaccine. And what's interesting about that, if you look at this, it shows that back in 2015, there were about 47,000 deaths that were basically unexpected. By 2021, there were over, there was over, 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 um, almost 80,000, almost doubled, and the same thing happened in 2022. Now, the numbers have come back down in 2023 because of the onslaught of the initial people receiving the COVID shot, in my opinion, has slowed down. Now, a lot of people seem to have stayed with this, you know, have stayed alive even after the COVID shot. But guys, listen to me. This is why I brought this up about these people that are the AARP people now being told they have to get their eighth COVID vaccine booster shot. This is a problem. Every time they get these shots, they're going to increase the amount of, you know, of, of spike proteins, and they, which cause clots. A spike protein is like a tiny sand spur, and these tiny sand spurs go through the arteries okay, but the endothelial layer of the arteries is very, very slippery. That's the inside layer of the arteries. As it gets into the arterioles, they start to slow down and blood pressure increases. When it gets to the capillaries, those are tiny, tiny little, little you know, veins, basically what they are, not veins, but they're tiny, tiny little arterioles. And what they do is these clots get jammed up inside of them, these sand spurs do, and this causes a lot of people to come out down with blood clots. They start losing circulation in their legs. They start coming down with things like gangrene and amputation, or they simply have one of these clots break loose as it gets back into the regular cardiovascular system, causing a heart attack also increase, massively increases the risks of myocarditis and pericarditis. So these people telling us that we need additional shots all the time, that doesn't make, that doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. By the way, breaking news. Biden's Department of Justice is now suggesting the prosecution for January the Sixers who never went into the Capitol building. So apparently now if you just showed up on the Capitol grounds, they're going to arrest you. you. This is unreal, Austin. U.S. Attorney Matthew Graves has suggested that those who were at the Capitol on January the 6th but did not go into the building can still be prosecuted. Graves said that prosecutors, if they were on restricted capital grounds on January 6th and had not gone to the building, would have committed a federal crime. Also, okay, you know, we were supposed to go to this thing. You remember that? Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I remember. God, we're going to talk for just a second here, guys. You can see us on video now, so you know we're, we're, we're not, this is not a game here with us. We were scheduled. You know, I'm a pilot. I had a plane for years. I had my plane scheduled. It was a, it was a prop plane. It was a Cessna 210. I had it scheduled to fly up to D.C. and land up there. We were going to be in a hotel room for six days through January the 6th. Yep. And a good friend of mine told me, who's another talk show host, if you do this, this is a setup, you're going to be arrested. And I'm like, okay. And I already had a check in the, from the Holy Spirit, not wanting to do it anyhow. And so I told Austin, I said, son, I said, we're not doing this. 
I said, I'm not doing this. I said, something's not right with this thing. This thing started to stink, you know, for high heaven. Something's not right. This is a gathering of the patriots from all over the United States. It's a consolidation of patriotism from all over the United States. The leaders of the patriots are going to be there. Something's wrong here. Something's not right. Now we see what's happened. Now they want to prosecute you for just being on capital grounds, which is insanity. Guys, listen to me. Always be led by the Holy Spirit. Never allow yourself to go into a situation where you feel, and, and, and you understand what I'm talking about, the still small voice that you have. Like, you don't want to do that. You really don't want to go there. That's where we are right now. So, Austin, what do you think right now about the January 6th and what this clown's saying as far as what he wants to do as far as prosecuting people that were just at the Capitol? This is tyranny at its finest example. This comes on the tail of Biden basically you know, bragging that they've sentenced collectively over 840 years in prison now for Trump protesters on January 6th. Now, what's interesting about this, over last weekend, last couple of days, I had the privilege of training one of my really good friends, and uh, he I'm not going to put his name out there right now on the show, but he's retired ranger, retired GRS contractor. If you know what that is, you can look it up. And he did many, many tours, did many, many contracts with GRS. And we were talking about this because we trained on January 6th. On Saturday was our main training day on a whole host of different topics and different, you know, range tactics that we were working on. And I asked him, I said, what's the deal and what's going on with this? And he said, pretty much what we've witnessed now is we now have a fully weaponized FBI that's being used essentially the Gestapo for the deep state and the CIA. He said that. And he goes, any of these events that are orchestrated like this, he said, do not go to them. Do not get involved with them. He said, there's only one outcome that's going to happen with this. And he said, the main thing that everybody needs to realize is that we're dealing with a rogue government. They've mm. gone rogue. Wow. He said it's gone completely wow. rogue. Wow. And I shook my head. I said, seriously, yeah. He goes, there, there's only one option, one outcome for this. And I think you guys can already figure out what it's going to be. And this is a guy that, I mean, this is a hard, hard combat veteran. I mean, he did three tours just as a ranger, scout sniper as far as rangers. And, I mean, he knows his stuff. I've known him for years. And he told me, he said, this isn't a joke anymore. And so he said, this thing with January 6th, he said, this isn't going to be the last event that occurs like this. He said, they're going to try to set other things up. And he goes, what they're doing is they're trying to go after anyone that anyone that even showed up there. Because as you see now with basically attorney Matthew Graves, they're saying now here, and I quote on this, anyone that essentially stepped on capital grounds, was on restricted capital grounds, has committed a federal crime. We will have used our prosecutorial, prosecutorial discretion to primarily focus on those who entered the building. However, now we're looking at those who simply went on the capital grounds themselves and they will be prosecuted. He's talking about the public lawn of the Capitol. It, it was not, what's nuts about this is who pays for the maintenance on the Capitol ground? I'm just, just curious, you know, who pays for the building and upkeep and you know, AC and the well, lawn maintenance? Well, yeah, that's a that's a very interesting topic. All right. <laughs> <laughs> just curious, you know. Here, here's the deal with the vid. Number one, we're all being taxed ridiculously now. That's just number one. Uh, number two, the government continues to borrow more and more money from the Rothschild banking cartel, and they start continuing to sell their debt to other nations around the world that they can sell it still. And so all of this stuff is being financed through debt. That's the actual truth of what we do as far as the debt-based monetary system that we have. But the people of the United States of America are the ones, Austin, and of course you guys already know that, that pay for these bills. So we own D.C., we the people, which seems to be something that we have lost consciousness of as far as the congressional leaders, we the people of the United States of America are the ones that basically started this country. We the people are the ones who continue to pay the taxes of this country. And we the people are the ones that have the fabric of unity that they, they want to destroy, especially now with killing all the old people over the age of 50, by the way, is what this AARP thing is. They know social security is shot. 
Well, no. So, well, they've got they've got they've got a, the Ponzi scheme of Social Security is done. And yeah, so and so done. what they what they've got to do is they've got to find a way now to basically kill off the old people that are drawing Social Security. Yeah. You know, I, I looked at my thing last year. Like, I mean, I got like twenty eight thousand dollars in Social Security. I thought, oh, wow, that's nice. I paid a, many times that in Social Security, yeah. <laughs> but, but I got that. So whoopee woo. right. And so, but at least it's, you know, it's better than a sharp stick in the eye, I guess. I, guess. I mean, but, but the, I'm not going to see anything. Well, no, but, but they want to get rid of all of the people now with eight booster shots. And you, and you ask yourself a question, how in the world did it get like this? And then we have to look at Epstein and Mossad and MI6 and all of the rest in the CIA, like you said, the, the weaponized FBI. And then an article just came out in the Daily Mail, and I'll, I'll read this to you. It's by Ken Silverstein. It said, high-end sex ring in Boston and D.C., Areas where was honeypot scheme by Russia, China, South Korea, or even Israel to ensnare U.S. officials, intelligence experts believe. Now, I'm going to stop this. We're going to stop this again. Here's how it should have read. High-end sex ring in Boston and D.C. areas with honeypot scheme by Israel, CIA, CIA, MI6, maybe a little Russian, maybe a little China, maybe a little South Korea. But you got to ask yourself a question. Who owns all the central banks in these countries? And it says investigators believe a network of high-end brothels operating in the Boston and D.C. areas was a honey trap to ensnare politicians and government officials. But whether the plot was intended to aid Russia, China, South Korea, or Israel remains to be determined. No, it's not. Read the book, Dead Men Tell No Tales by Jeffrey Epstein. Read that book, and you'll get an idea who this is involved in. Clients believed to include members of Congress, military officers, and national security contractors have not yet been unmasked and charged. Yes, they have. They've been unmasked. They're on that list of thousands of the perps that basically Jeffrey Epstein had that he had that he had used to basically have sex with these women and these girls. Oh, by the way, now they're finding what looks like if you go back on Google Earth a few years back, it looks like Jeffrey Epstein had a bunch of mass graves on his island. That's what it looks like. I'm not saying that's what they are, but that's what they look like. So suddenly there's mass graves. Suddenly there's a parking lot on top of the mass graves. Why were there mass graves if there were indeed mass graves on Jeffrey Epstein's island? And is Jeffrey Epstein even dead? I know Megyn Kelly's now even wondering if Jeffrey Epstein's going to come up and start making comments again. And quite frankly, the autopsy photos of Jeffrey Epstein and the removal of the body photos of Jeffrey Epstein did not look like Jeffrey Epstein. And I have said from the very beginning that Jeffrey Epstein's not dead. Mossad doesn't kill Mossad. And Jeffrey Epstein has such a giant dead man switch. There's no way on earth that he allowed himself to be killed without releasing all kinds of copious information on who his perps were. And notice we don't have that information yet. So always remember, it's this group of people that's involved in doing this to the United States of America, and the only way they can make it happen is through money, and that's how that's why they control the Federal Reserve banks. What do you think, Oz? Well, it's interesting on the on the tail end of that article. You know, there's another article that just came out now says the FBI is facing massive backlash to release hundreds of missing pieces of evidence raided from Jeffrey Epstein's 51 million dollar New York townhouse, which by the way was given to him <laughs> following the release of the new list of his associates. And I told you guys last week. When all this information came out about Jeffrey Epstein, all these names and stuff, I said, this is literally a tip of the iceberg. They did that to kind of keep everybody shut up. What's happened now is they said among the items are missing are tapes, thousands of CDs, passports, and pictures all located inside a safe within the property during a siege on the home in July 2019, shortly after Epstein was arrested. It comes to speculation continues to swirl that Epstein was working as an agent for Israeli intelligence, Mossad, prior to his alleged suicide. Hello. And so what's <laughs> happened is now there's photos that emerged from the actual raid from the FBI. And you can look them up online. They go into detail. 
and showed these giant binders of CDs. I mean, I'm talking like dozens of these giant black binders with CDs, with all types of information, with passports, with photos. And none of this stuff was ever actually released in this information that we got last week, which begs to ask the question, what was on all of those CDs? What was on all those hard drives? What was in all that stuff that they allegedly seized? And essentially nobody can find out where any of it went. And this goes back to exactly what we've talked about as far as the corruption in the government now. When you have a government that's a government by the people, for the people, and you have a government that people are really trying to work together to represent their, you know, their, their counties, their cities, their states, like it was originally based on as a rural republic, you have individuals that are working together. What's happened is now you, people have realized in these upper individuals of politics that pretty much almost all of them are compromised now is that they don't have to do anything by the people for the people. They just do whoever pays them the most, whoever essentially has the most blackmail on them, I guess you could say. Much, yeah. That's pretty much what we've watched now. This is why there was such a push for the COVID shot and nobody wanted to question any of it. Only a few people like Rand Paul and a few others actually questioned this injection being rolled out. Now we find out, as we talked about repeatedly over the last couple of years, that the whole thing was manufactured by DARPA. The RNA gene therapy technology started in 2012 with DARPA. You know, that's, that's the whole research agency of the Pentagon, as far as with the science agency. And what's go, when you do more and more research of this, and this is the same thing my buddy told me over the weekend, he said the whole thing with the COVID shot was a giant experiment. It was essentially they wanted to test it on the general population to see what it would do. He said even the individuals that were at Pfizer and all these other agencies that knew the side effects from it, they still didn't fully understand what it was going to do to everyone long term. It was essentially – everybody was a lab rat. And the more you read into this now, the more you find out it's true. And then it goes back to the question that I keep asking. If we know this shot is dangerous, if we know there's not enough research in it, if we know there's long-term side effects, why are pediatricians still giving it to children six-month-olds and older as emergency use authorization when there is no emergency use whatsoever right now, emergency need for an RNA gene therapy injection for six-month-olds? And in my opinion, this is essentially really caused some severe side effects with these young children right now. And nobody wants to be talking about it, I guess. Well, you know, it's not really something that's politically correct. Oh, by, yeah. by the way, just to give you guys the lighter notes as we're on video, how do you like our wardrobe? <laughs> <laughs> we're the black T-shirt guys, I guess. I kind of remind I'll you bring a white one. I'll bring a white one one day. I may bring a different color one, too. Or OD green. But uh, yeah, <laughs> OD green is good. Yeah. <laughs> We do, we do have to get something up here, though, too. We, so you guys give us some emails, what you want to put in the back. we got some different ideas we're working on. But, you know, I, I thought it would be cool to put some, some rifles up there. But. I think, what do you guys think? You guys, <laughs> we're going to put some wood up there. And, and uh, by the way, if you wonder what we're doing right now, we're taking a break from the negative news. <laughs> just, thought, just thought I'd give you a little heads up. But I think we need to put some wood up there, maybe put some, you know, a cow horn or something like that. we got some of that in the other room. And maybe we could find some. What, what's that? What's that rifle you like with the with the? It's got the lever action thing. What's that called? Oh, uh, we can run like a uh, Henry or Peter. Henry or Peter. You guys yeah. like see Henry or Peter behind us? Magnum Henry or Peter. Yeah, no, we could do that, and we could put some other things up there. But we don't get in trouble for that either. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I, by the way, I want to show you this. Google. I want, I want artists to say Google shows what appears to be mass graves on Epstein Island. A viral video making the rounds has utilized Google's Earth History tool to show what appears to be mass graves on Epstein's island that were dug shortly after his arrest in 2006. On, in December of 2002, the center of the island, Google Earth, shows that there was nothing but a bare mound of earth. In March 2005, the Palm Beach, Florida police began investigating him, and suddenly, hours later, we released, you know, he was released on a $3,000 bond. And in November of 2006, Google Earth shows that their previously bare mound has what appears to be mass graves freshly buried on top of it. 
This is speculation. I have no idea if this is true or not. But, you know, I find this very interesting because, you know, we said for a long time now, I had from the very beginning that, you know, that this is not something that, you know, happened, that he's not dead. It says in a recent video, corporate media propagandist, they call on her, Megyn Kelly, claims that we may be hearing from Jeff Epstein later himself. And it says, it goes on to say, while most believe that Epstein was murdered, many believe that he is still alive. Images of his alleged corpse appear in a different position. The shape of his nose and ears were different. That's an absolute fact from the photos they have showed us. So it's interesting. The name of this article says, Dead Men Tell No Tales. I like that. Because, guys, listen to me. If we have people that are out there telling the truth, we just need to listen to them sometimes, I believe. Uh, another article comes in and says, No border say goodbye to America. Nobel Prize winning economist Milton Freeman scolded the Wall Street Journal. This is an article by Brian, Brian C. Jundef. It says, scolded the Wall Street Journal for cheerleading an open border immigration policy. It's just obvious you can't have free immigration in a welfare state, he warned. This leads to a transfer state, as Heritage Foundation describes, the government taxing the upper and middle classes, transforming money, transferring money to lower economic classes via subsidies and benefits. In other words, the transfer state redistributes wealth and funds from those with high skill and high income levels to those with lower skill levels. Heritage makes this assumption. It takes the entire net tax payments as taxes paid minus benefits received of one college-educated family to pay for the net benefits received by one low-skilled immigrant family. I'm going to say this again. I'm going to read this. It takes the entire net tax payments, all the taxes paid minus benefits received of one college-educated family to pay for the net benefits received by one low-skilled immigrant family. This is Cloward and Piven. This is from Berkeley. Professors Cloward and Piven, long since dead, Cloward Piven strategy to take and overwhelm the United States, the Republic, with social welfare systems and programs to destroy the Republic internally and overweight it. That's, this is cultural Marxism. What happens that when that ratio changes to one financially sound family supporting not one, but two, but three or more families through ever increasing taxes and family support, which is why the welfare state and open borders country will eventually reach a tipping point already there. As reported by Fox News' Griff Jenkins, encounters with illegal immigrants at the southern border have topped over 300,000 last month. Do the math. That's 3.6 million per year, more than the population of every U.S. city except for Los Angeles and New York. They're flooding across the borders with people that want us to take care of them because the government is doing this to destroy the social welfare system of the United States, bringing in people that have been raised under communism so they can get free stuff, free houses, free everything. It's sad to me this is actually happening, but they're actually right about this. Another interesting article says, the United Nations is planning a new pandemic to establish a planetary dictatorship. Uh, this is, this is uh, information from Brett Weinstein's latest remarks on the World Health Organization preparing, preparing new health emergency measures that could eviscerate national sovereignty and free speech as we know it. Now, if you had told me this 10 years ago, I would have laughed. I would have had a hysterical laughter and said, that's never going to happen. There's no way they're going to use a pandemic or some type of release of a biological agent to establish a world dictatorship. But I did tell you years ago that the United States and the world was not going to have a nuclear Armageddon. They don't want to do that. They want to destroy their own infrastructure. They want to use some type of biological release. Now, that has already happened now. We have seen that. So is all of this coming to pass now? Are we going to have a situation in which the people of the world are going to basically fall under the tyranny of the World Health Organization through the United Nations 
through the World Economic Forum with Klaus Schwab and the boys and the international banking cartels. Chances are that's the goal here. But the overriding goal for all of this stuff is to rebuild that third temple and to bring the Antichrist out of the steps and have him declare himself God. So we'll be under one Antichrist who will be one world leader. It's just, this is what they say is going to happen. And we're going to have a one world religion. Now, the Pope is saying that basically there's no such thing as hell. He's saying that doesn't exist. Well, you know, this has been taught now for thousands of years. Jesus talked about hell, you know, eternal separation and punishment from God. Suddenly, we're being told by the Catholic Church that doesn't exist. So all of this stuff is bringing in this ecumenical movement of the one world government that started really strong back in the 60s and the 70s. And I see it. it, it it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy what they're doing and how they have continued to do it and how they're going to go ahead and lie to us. Remember William Casey said, supposedly, and I believe he did say it, that we will know that we've done our job at the CIA when everything that every American believes is a lie. That's where they're going with this. And that's what they want from all of us is to believe the lie and to basically sit here and allow them to put that boot of tyranny on our neck and hold us down. This is some crazy stuff, Austin. What do you think? It's crazy, and I'm actually pretty proud of it. I was watching an article er here earlier. You guys can look it up online today. It's on Breitbart. It's been going viral. Germany's farmers have pretty much brought the entire country to a standstill. Oh, they had enough. They've had enough. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah. actually proud of these guys. Over 100,000. Yeah, I mean, this is nuts. They said in a standstill, they Dutch-style tractor protests throughout the country on Monday in response to the globalist policies of the government of Chancellor Olaf Scholz, in which they claim threaten the very existence of the agricultural industry. Now, I'm going to read this article more here in a second, but what's going on with this? This has been happening all across the world, not just Germany and Europe. It has happened very heavily in Europe, also in the United States. They're trying to reduce the ability of farmers to actually farm real food. They want to push everybody into this, this you know, Monsanto-style growing essentially plastic that's green. And they want to continually force all these farmers to run GMO seeds, run Roundup, run all these different forms of glyphosate, and force them to use exactly what they want them to use so they can continue to control the food supply. You control the food, you control the population. That's been a staple for every single tyrannical regime. What's happened is now in Germany, they've launched a week-long action to protest against the leftist coalition to increase massive taxes on diesel fuel and eliminate the car tax exemption for farmers, in addition to many types of cuts on subsidies for farming sectors and additional taxes. And here's, here's the part about this. This is the crazy part. This boggled my mind when I was reading about it last week. The proposed tax increases and funding cuts came as the government attempted to fill an almost $19 billion hole in the budget for 2024. Although the government was willing to seek to raise the money off the back of German farmers, it was not willing to make any cuts in aid to Ukraine or social welfare platforms, which is set to double to almost 80 billion euros this year with all these different programs. Ahead of the planned week of protests from farmers, the government said it would be willing to walk back some of the farming subsidy cuts and reorganize the tax increases over the next three years. However, the German Farmers Association said such moves would be insufficient to stave off the economic disaster facing many farmers throughout the country. So essentially, these guys are in a rock, between a rock and a rock. They've decided there's, this is it. They're, they're fully sending this. There's no other option for them. This is their livelihood. They're growing food. They're feeding the country. And essentially, the corrupt government in Germany is now saying, listen, we're going to keep taxing you. We're going to cut subsidies. We're going to increase everything we burden upon you. So we can keep giving money to Ukraine and keep basically trafficking weapons over there to keep the war going in Ukraine. As we know, it's a giant money laundering scheme. And what's crazy about this is the farmers are the ones that keep the country fed. Nobody seems to understand that concept when you look at the agricultural movement. Down here in Florida, we still have a huge ag section. And yet you see all these different countries and all these different places in different states where they're trying to force and push 
these farmers out of this so they can come in with these massive corporations like the fake meat companies that Bill Gates massively funding. So they can come in and say, listen, we don't need any cattle farmers anymore. We've got the, you know, fake meat that we're producing. We've got our, our little, you know, little Petri dishes and we're making our meat in our lab grown Petri dishes and you're going to eat it and you're going to like it. If you don't like that, then, well, you can eat bugs, essentially. You can eat crickets and you'll like the crickets if you don't want to eat our lab grown meat. And, you know, I joke about this a lot, but it's a serious issue. So I'm proud of Germany for pushing back on this. I'm proud of them for really standing up. But the taxation is an issue that's getting worse and worse and worse. Obviously, we all understand the need for taxes. I like to drive on a decent road. I don't want to hit five-foot potholes. I've been to Middle Eastern countries. We've been to Egypt. We've been to other places where you know, infrastructure's collapsed. And, yeah, you, you blow a kidney out in some of those vehicles over there because the potholes are so deep. So I understand the need to keep infrastructure. But also, at the same basis, you've got to look at the financial aspect and the percentage of what's going to what. And when we have a Department of Defense that's getting almost a trillion dollars a year, almost a third of the entire annual budget now, so essentially we can keep wars going endlessly all around the entire world to control right. everything that they want, except we're not getting anything out of it. you got to start asking yourself a question. How long are we going to keep going with this? And I guess the German farmer said, this is our line in the sand. And if you guys look at some of those videos, it's pretty crazy of what they've done now. I mean, they've shut down everything. It's like over 2,000 tractors now. Well, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get rid of the Terminator seeds in Germany. They don't want that. They don't want the Monsanto seeds. They yep. don't want they don't want glyphosate in Germany. They want to be able to replant their crops and have crops grow. Like you're supposed to do. Well, because right now with with, with, with these, these seeds that are out there, you, you can't replant the seed. Yep. You you can't do it. It does it doesn't work. It doesn't it won't it won't germinate, it won't grow. And so they're you have sterile to, plants. They're sterile plants. So you have to continually buy more seeds, more seeds, more seeds from Monsanto or other groups selling the seeds or from Bayer now that owns Monsanto. And it's crazy. It really is. Oh, I want to just, here's another funny story. Years ago, uh, Sharon and I, about 20 years ago, we went on safari to Africa in Kenya. And this, this goes go right back to what Austin's talking about as far as the, uh, the road structure. And we were, <laughs> when we were in this minivan, and the, the minivan, the shocks were shot. It was awful. And they were taking us down the highway from one safari excursion to another one. It was like a four-hour drive. 30 minutes into this, I said to them, I beg you, please take me back to where I was. I don't want to do this for three and a half more hours. I will fly to our next location. I'll hire a bush plane. I can't take the roads. And you're thinking, oh, it could be that bad. It was that bad. In fact, the flights over there were really cheap. There were two other ladies in there with us, too, that were also basically you know, on the safari with us. So there were four of us, along with the safari guides. And I said, I look, I said, the planes are like 50 bucks or whatever. I'll pay for everybody to fly. Let's just forget this 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 van that has shocks and springs that are shot. Oh no, we want to see the surroundings. I'm like, oh gosh. So I'm sitting out. So I'm now I'm laying in the back seat, on the back bench, trying to save my kidneys as I get beaten to pieces as I'm going down the road. And suddenly we drop into like an 18-inch deep pothole, and boom, the bottom of the thing, the bottom's out, and we blow a tire. And I was wondering why they had three spare tires on this vehicle. <laughs> <laughs> And, and sure enough, we pull over to the side and we stop. And sure enough, we're jacking up the vehicle and we're putting another tire on. He goes, oh, yeah, we will be good for two or three more blowouts before we get to, you know, before the end of the safari. I, I, I issued a complaint. With, with, I'm not going to tell you the name of the company. It was a good company. And I issued a complaint. I said, what are you doing this to us for? We could put a, you know, it's a $50 flight. What the heck? Are you kidding me? Put us on an airplane. Next time I saw their brochure. They had taken that drive for that four hours out, and they put everybody on an airplane for the next venture. It wasn't fun. It wasn't fun at all. It was, it was, it was awful. Now, the overall safari experience and seeing all the animals was great, but Austin's 100% right. 
I don't have a problem paying for taxes. I don't to have a nice road, have my garbage picked up. I don't have a problem to make sure my neighborhood doesn't flood when there's fire trucks, fire yeah. trucks, all of it. Law enforcement. Law enforcement. I'm okay with all of that stuff. But what I'm not going to do is sit here and say, I'm going to go ahead and just continue to give you money, 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 and more money and have the infrastructure fall apart. Some of the best roads here in Central Florida now are toll roads, period. Yeah. <laughs> and so now we're having to we're pay tolls. Now we're having to pay for tolls. And the tolls are, are really nice. The problem is, is that that's what a lot of countries are going to. I know I saw that in Hungary. When you drive through Hungary, the back roads are horrible. When you drive through Italy, the back roads are horrible. But when you get on the toll roads, and, and let me ask you guys a question here. When's the last time you saw a bond offering for a toll road? There you go. When's the last time they told you and me that we can issue, we can basically give them $1,000 and get interest in a toll road to get our money back unbelievably fast? When have you seen that as a public bond offering? I've never seen it. That's all private money going into that from very, very wealthy families that want to control the infrastructure. Just thought I'd mention that. Now, here's another really good, interesting article to change the topic. I've studied more than 5,000 near-death experiences. My research has convinced me without a doubt that there's life after death. And he goes on to saying this. this is, he says, Jeffrey Long is a radiation oncologist in Kentucky. He's also the founder of this, this research foundation. And he said he's been studying near-death experiences, made him a better, has made him a better cancer doctor. Now, I'm going to stop this right now. I'm not going to go into more depth with this. I'm, I'm, a lot of this is out-of-body experiences. You die, you come out of your body, you see the entire operating room or whatever's happening, you see the accidents you're involved in, you see the people walking around, you're unconscious in your body, then suddenly, for some reason, you get put back into your body, and suddenly you can answer questions of what happened you know, a block away or 100 yards away when you were unconscious and what you saw and what you heard. Not going to get into the esoteric part of that, but here's what I will say. Death is a lie. Heaven is real, and death is a lie. We don't die. We just change. Remember what Einstein said? He says energy can either be created or destroyed. The same thing was with us. We're an energy field. We don't die. Our soul, our mind, we go, we go right directly to heaven. When you accept Christ, you go directly to heaven when you die, period. This is how it works. We need to understand that. Now, I know a lot of you will say in the, we'll have the great throne of judgment and all the other things, and it seems like when you're in death, when you're in heaven, there's no time factor. So it, it'll seem like as soon as you pass away, you're going to be in heaven. But I'm not going to get into the details on all that right now because I'm going to get a bunch of letters and I'm going to deal with that again. That's AskDrTedB ask, ask at Yahoo.com. But guys, always remember that when you are in covenant with the Most High God through Jesus, that you can do all things through Christ. Now, one other thing I want to share with you real quick while I'm on this particular topic. A lot of people get involved in other religions. I mentioned this briefly last week, but I wanted to do it so I could see you guys and talk to you now. A lot of people get involved in other religions. They get involved with Hindus or they get involved with Buddhists or all the other ones. A lot of these religions will take truth from the Bible and they'll combine it with propaganda. Now, listen to me for a second. This is really important. They don't want you to believe the truth of who Christ was and what he did for you and what Jesus is and who Jesus is. They don't want you to know that. They want you to believe that this Muhammad guy or this Confucius guy or this Buddha guy or this Hindu God or whatever you want to call it, these guys have all passed away. Now, quite frankly, the Muslim religion looks at Jesus as the second most important prophet other than Muhammad. I, I really respect that about the, about the Muslim religion. And a lot of the truths of the Muslim religion are taken directly out of the Old Testament. But here's the thing. These groups of people like the Buddhists, they'll take a bunch of the teachings from the Bible and they'll combine it with their stuff. It's the same thing that propaganda does in the United States right now. They'll give you 80% truth from other sources like the Bible, and then they give you 20% nonsense. That's why you don't open yourself up through meditation. Let me, let me paraphrase, let me qualify that statement. 
you pray. You pray very specifically for what you want, but you don't sit around praying that some other spirit comes in you and that you're going to meditate on this and open yourself up to all these weird teachings, these weird demonic entities. Don't do that. You pray specifically in Jesus' name. You pray specifically for what you want, and you understand that our God is the same God yesterday, today, and forever. He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning. He is the end. We have the ability through God, through Christ, to pray and change the fabric of space-time. These other religions don't have that. Now, they bring some truths out, and they conceive, and they, they, not, they, they conceive this stuff gets conceived in people's minds, and they can get confused. Don't allow yourself to get involved with that. Don't read weird stuff from other religions. Say, well, I'll cipher through it. I'll know the good stuff from the bad stuff. Just stay away from all of it and stay with the Bible. Really, really important. What do you think, Austin, of what's your next story? You're absolutely right on that. you got to keep your head clear and make sure whatever you're reading and what you're researching. I remember, That's right. I remember years ago, I went to uh, Books a Million years ago. I took the kids over there. They are getting a bunch of little books and stuff, kids' books. I remember there was a section right in the middle of the store, and it was basically a bunch of uh, New Age stuff. And there was a book as far as on essentially like it was almost like a book of the dead. And I picked it up. I was, I was curious. I never even told you this. I picked it up, and I opened it up, and they started having all these really satanic pictures. And I, I read probably about a quarter of a paragraph at the beginning. So I was curious what he was saying. And I noticed as soon as I started reading and I started looking at it, I got a really negative feeling. Oh, yeah. I just didn't feel it. Yeah, I felt real to, weird. I, I shut the book. I put it down. I was like, God, I don't even know why I'm picking this up. But I was just like, well, what's in it? When you start reading stuff like that and you start focusing on stuff like that, and you start putting certain images in your brain like that, it's going to affect you. And that's one of the reasons why I've told you guys before, you got to be so careful now with a lot of these really, really sick movies that are starting to come out now. So it's these horror films. Gone are the days of the old, you know, sicko slasher film that they used to have back in the day. Now it's like everything's conjuring. Everything's pulling up, you know, dead, and, you know, basically, you know, getting people as far as with, um, uh, you know, in, getting people involved as far as with spirits inside of them, sick stuff. You got to stay away from all that stuff. Cause it's really, it's, it can be really, really, really bad. Yeah. I, I want to add one thing to this. Yeah. If we can uh, also, I got to, this is important. Images have power. Yes. Okay. They do. They really do. Images have a certain frequency, in which they operate. And these images can do all kinds of weird things to you. That's why they put satanic imagery in all of the books that you read. And, you know, it's so funny to me. They're coming in now and saying that the old James Bond movies are basically misogynistic and they're getting warnings on them like Goldfinger. And you, 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 never, say, you never, never say no or never, you only die twice or whatever it is. They're saying don't watch those movies because they're misogynistic and they're bad. The same people that are telling you not to watch the James Bond movie are putting pornography in children's books in schools. There also. you go. <laughs> and, and this is the problem. No, same guys. Same group. They're telling you that porn's okay for children and filth is okay for children and telling your five-year-old you can transition into a, to a boy or a girl or whatever he wants. It's okay, but they're telling you not to watch James Bond because James Bond liked women. I mean, this is some crazy stuff. Now, mind you, some of the James Bond stuff was pretty far out there for its time when it first came out, but the reality is at least it was showing a heterosexual male who liked women. Now that seems to be an oxymoron now. We don't longer have that many heterosexual men. Last week, what did I tell you? It's 30% of the men, or no, 60% of the men under the age of 30 no longer date. They don't want to date because the women have become so empowered and so weird. And so they called it hoflation, <laughs> the whole show, the whole segment on it. This is the problem that we've run into. We have a group of women now because of cultural Marxism and women's liberation. They've lost the femininity. They've lost what they had, you know, back in the 50s and the 60s. And the men don't want to date them anymore because they don't want to deal with this entitlement. 
I, I know. Well, no, 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 no. Now, now it's swung this other side. Though. They even they took they got so far fetched that now they have men competing against women all in the name of feminism. Well, no, and, and, and women competing against men. And, and, and the funny, I'll turn it back over to Austin. But the funny part is that we, I, I, I've known a girl. I knew a girl one time. I didn't date her. She just, it was a long time ago. It was a friend's wife for a little while, not long. And she would walk with her cell phone and she'd literally take pictures of herself. Constantly, I remember she was walking <laughs> on my back porch, and by the time she walked from one end of my back porch to the other back porch, she'd take at least thirty to forty pictures of herself, and it was and it was constant. Well, that goes back to social media. Am I am I right? Yeah, it was, no, it was it was it was constant. Social media. Sorry, sorry, yeah. So what what do you what do you want? But to say no, about? but it, it is funny now though that that whole aspect of feminism, which you know actually had some basis in making sure you know everybody had equal rights. The concept of it wasn't necessarily bad. It just got so polluted that now you've got grown men that want to pretend they're women, That's and right. now we've normalized this. It's like it's swung such a pendulum. There's one article I wanted to touch base on, one last article as far as the health article that I was reading last night and I wanted to get up, and it shows in detail on this new study that came out showing that individuals who take probiotics actually had a lower risk of COVID infection and less symptoms, and this was all in unvaccinated individuals. This is really interesting. The study conducted by Duke University and published in Clinical Nutrition the end of 2023 included 182 participants. All of them had been in contact with family members who had contracted COVID-19, but the participants had not exhibited symptoms themselves and had not received the COVID vaccine. The researchers randomly divided participants into two groups, one taking probiotics and the other taking a placebo control group for 28 days, no probiotic. The results revealed among the 91 individuals in the probiotic group, only 24 exhibited symptoms, while the placebo group of 91 had 39 showed severe symptoms. This indicated significantly lower likelihood of developing symptoms in the probiotic group compared to the placebo group. Moreover, the incident of COVID-19 diagnosis in the probiotic group was only 8.8% compared to 15.4% in the placebo group. Notably, the individuals in the probiotic group experienced a prolonged time as far as to confirm diagnosis. I've talked for years about the massive benefits of probiotics. That's why we have three different ones that we carry at the website, the probiotic DF, the 100 billion, and the 350. The connection between the gut and the brain is significant. The connection between the gut and the immune system is extremely significant. Keeping the digestive system on point and keeping the digestive system functioning properly is absolutely crucial. This is why they're trying to ruin the food supply. This is why they want you eating sucralose. They want you eating high fructose corn syrup. They want you coming down with non-alcoholic fatty liver disease just from eating junk food so your body can't function and cleanse out. This is why I've repeatedly recommended if you're having an issue with inflammation, digestive problems, the first thing you need to do is go on a GHI cleanse fast. That product works so effectively well and has so many good nutrients in it that it is absolutely crucial at getting the inflammation detoxifying the body. Because here's the problem. If your body is plugged up with toxins and the liver's plugged up and it's like a crystallized two by four <laughs> and you know, and you're, you're trying to take some vitamins and nutrients. They're not going to work that effectively. Can't, you've can't. got to detox the body. You've got to detox the liver. You've got to get the digestive system back in track, throw some probiotics in there, cleanse it out, and then start pushing. But that's why I always recommend the GHI cleanse. That's why so many people that use it get such good results from it, Deb. You know, the, the GHI cleanse single-handedly is one of the best products we carry. It is. That and the powdered multiple are amazing. In fact, you want a really good stack, put the powdered multiple in with the you know magnesium brain food in the GHI, yeah. and, boy, you got yourself a supplement. It's a really, really good supplement. And again, thank you for supporting Health Masters. You know, because of you and because of God, because I'm not going to, because God is the most important thing in my life, you know, we're here with you guys. You're my family. I pray for you guys all the time. And I thank God Almighty the fact that he's given me the ability to come to talk to you 
And now we'll be able to talk to you on video so you can actually see what we look like. For a lot of you, have never even met us and probably have no idea what we look like. And what you got to do me a favor, though, I don't need the Christopher Walken emails. <laughs> I already heard it. Well, already heard it. Been there, done that. But I love you guys. And thank you for supporting Health Masters. Go ahead and close it up, Austin. I'll sit here and just listen. Yeah, absolutely. And one of the biggest things that we really encourage is getting the truth out there. And that's what we do on this show. That's what we do at Health Masters. And so if you guys need anything, feel free to give us a call. 1-800-726-1834. Go on the website. Email us. Contact us. Whatever you need. We're here to help everybody out. Because the truth about it is a strong, healthy population is a smart population. And a smart population is not easily manipulated. And so we really, really do appreciate the support. Healthmasters.com. Be sure to check out the product of the week. You voted. It won the EyeSight formula. You know I do that every single week. There's a bunch of other products that are loaded up there right now. I think N-acetylcysteine is winning product of the week. But the EyeSight right now will be on sale two more days if you guys want to check it out. It's on sale for 12% off. Really effective product as far as for overall, overall ocular health. So be sure if you want to try it. Give it a try. we got a 90-day money-back guarantee on everything that we carry, and we encourage you guys to get the truth out there and stay strong and healthy because as we are all in this big, giant world together <laughs> going through all these things, we've got to stand together. We've got to stay strong and healthy for one another. So I appreciate the support, my friends. You guys have a blessed, safe, awesome evening, and we'll talk to you again on this show on video feed as well tomorrow as always. Love you guys. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.